Welcome to day 15 of the Haru Basho. It's the final, and this is Sumo Drop. Hello everybody, it's Fox here on BBGWrestling.com bringing you the final episode of the Haru Basho. Bit gutted, I won't lie. It's been absolutely brilliant fun doing this this month with the lads. Um, hopefully something that we've kind of found a bit of a formula for now as we go forward through the next few months worth of Bashos. I think I don't know if it's wishful thinking or not. I'll see what the rest of the lads think in terms of whether they can be asked with doing this anymore. But uh, hopefully they will be. But before we get into that, it's, I just want to mention to everybody as well, it's been an absolute pleasure doing this. It's been really, really good fun. It's given us kind of a new lease of life to do some fresh stuff on the pod. Because um, obviously everything that we normally do is associated to general professional wrestling stuff from around the world. So bringing in another passion such as sumo. I know we touched on it a little bit in January where me and Hog tried to kind of find a bit of a formula. We enjoyed really chatting about the sumo that was part of um, the Hatsu. So coming into the Haru this month, it's been really, really good fun. Bringing Matt into the fold as well, um, as we'll get on to. And obviously we've got a special guest today as well, which is quite good fun. So without further ado, I'd like to firstly welcome back... Stogsy, how are you doing, Matt? I'm good. Uh, I've done five podcast recordings this weekend to do a catch-up with sequelizers, so I am shattered. But I'm good, <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm pumped for Sumo. This is a good day. This is exciting. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Day 15 is always kind of, it's like a really weird sort of a fuzzy yeah. excitement, isn't it? It's a strange yeah. kind of prickly excitement. Um, mm. But yourself, Hog, how are you doing, man? Welcome back. Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Mark. Yeah, um... Yeah, I've had a bit of a full-on week as well. Uh, I was doing some screen printing today and I had a little bit of sumo to catch up on. So I'm kind of sat in a sea of uh, junk food packaging at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've had a good afternoon just catching up on the sumo. It's been pretty incredible, really. It's like um, the, the the room I'm in at the moment is the room I've been camping out in while still. And it's it's, it's similar. It's just full of junk food and empty two-liter <laughs> bottles of, <laughs> of anything. <laughs> but, Have um, you regressed to students or something? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, There's like yeah. microwave pizza boxes and um, a McFlurry, an empty McFlurry here and stuff like that, you know. Brilliant stuff. Uh, well, you have to accompany something like this. It's it's a shame that we don't like accompany this. We can maybe do like food pairings, like Asian food pairings, as we do the next <laughs> most stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and also, we're joined by a special guest this week as well. Ollie, how are you doing, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm not too bad. Thanks for having thanks for having me on. You're very very welcome, man. I know that we've kind of um, said hello a few times in a couple of the different Discord chats for our regular listeners. Um, do you want to just sort of mention about yourself, mate? Like um, the the different sort of sections of the sumo society that people might be familiar with you on yeah so um i'm the moderator uh over on nato sumo's discord um i'm sure a lot of you will be familiar with nato's channel if you watch sumo on youtube it's pretty much the uh the go-to channel these days um Indeed. and nato's not really uh he doesn't really do the discord kind of thing but these days obviously it's a great way to connect people you know bring them mm. together with the same passion and uh i kind of knew him well, I bought a Bansuke off him, which was how I got to know him a bit more personally. Yeah. Um, and I was one of the first guys in his Discord, and he said, would you mind, you know, helping out with the running of the Discord? So, yeah, I, I'm in charge over there, basically. I, you know, try to keep it like a, you know, a good community and a good place to chat about sumo. 
it's it's been fantastic, mate. Kind of getting to know yourself and some of the other chaps and chapettes on there. It's it's um it's the first Discord sumo group that I stumbled across, um. But again, that was on the back of finding that was channel on YouTube. Mm. Um, after watching clips online randomly as you do through the years, and then I thought, you know, after myself and Adam there were chatting back in November about getting, I'd been watching it on and off on different sort of channels, but I hadn't really paid, if I'm honest, much attention to who I was watching and how I was watching it. If it was there, it was there. Yeah. So I became more aware specifically of Nato around the sort of middle to back end of last year um, of that channel. And then we've it's kind of my go-to really to sort of catch up with. So found the Discord through that. And uh, got chatting with yourself, and it is—it's a what a fantastic community is as well. It's something I really want uh, to get more involved with, and maybe speak to a few of the other guys who are who are on there, um, who obviously big sumo fans, or else you wouldn't be at all anyway. But I know there's a, peop- a lot of people who play the game that we're about to sort of get into, yeah, in, uh, Catchy Clash. Now, I know our regular listeners are probably aware of our format now, in the sense of that me, Hog, and Stogs. Or Adam and Matt, whichever you prefer calling them, <laughs> have um, we've been um, we've been following Sumo in general, but we decided to create stables based on the rules and the game that is Catchy Clash. And uh, the the idea is that you pick five different uh, Sumo wrestlers, Rikishis, and they are all in different rankings, sort of in different sections for you to choose from. So you pick five. Now, anybody who plays the game can pick any five characters they want, as we'll get onto with all these choices a bit later on. In the, well, actually, we'll, we'll touch on that quite soon to, oh. for, for, to make sense as we go through things. But myself, Adam, and um, Matt had the slightly different approach where we couldn't pick the same characters as each other, so it limited who we could and couldn't pick. We rolled a dice to decide who went first in each category to be able to pick the the sumo first. Um, And that's how we created our stables. So none of our guys um, cross over with each other, um, although we do fight against our own stable members it's it's it does not like at any point yeah matt knows very much about that um there's um we, we both we all all three of us had to have different characters in our rosters so it's kind of been quite an interesting way of doing it to see what would work now again our listeners are quite familiar with our 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 rosters i'll quickly go through them just to make sure that everybody's familiar in a, in my roster is a shodai takayasu wakatakakage kotonowaka and surigisho Hog, do you want to mention the five dudes that are in your roster? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, I had uh, Takake Show, Dae Show, Takara Fuji, Tobizaru, uh, Terutsu Yoshi. Excellent. And Matt, do you want to mention your five guys? Yep. Asaniyama, Ternafuji, Onosho, Horoshoryu, and Chitaru. Excellent stuff. And Oli, mate, do you want to mention for our listeners uh, the five people you, cho- you chose as well? Yeah, so my stable was Asanayama. Tarano Fuji, Hokuto Fuji, Chiyo no Kuni, and Tsurugi Show. Wonderful stuff. And just out of curiosity, because obviously we had a very, very specific approach as to how we chose our our rosters, as I mentioned mm. there. Um, did you, out of curiosity, go into choosing your your roster with a particular kind of mind frame as to why you were choosing the, the people that you did? Or was it just based on how they did last Basho, or have you got a particular method that you go for? Yeah, and for, uh, before I get into that, actually, how many times have you played Catchy? 
Um, I think this is well, this is at least my sixth, maybe my seventh. So okay, seven so you're a vet- veteran of the sport. <laughs> of sorts, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this was all of our first, if, I, if I'm right in thinking that, lads. Yes. This yes. was uh, mine, Matt, and Hogs first. So, okay then, uh, Ollie. So when you went into choosing your, your roster, how did you go around doing it? Well, it's it's kind of a combination of, you know, guys that I just sort of, I like, you know, maybe they're not the greatest guy in the world, but I just have a sort of, you know, personal attachment to them in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also, obviously, it's a game, it's a competition, you do want to do well. So there's a kind of balancing act between picking guys that I enjoy and guys that I think are going to, you know, get a decent score. So it's kind of somewhere in between the two. I've kind of got guys who are sort of like, you know, mainstays in my stable. You know, I usually pick them if I can every single time. Uh this time there was a few guys that unfortunately I had to sort of skip over just because of the way the bracketing, you know, ended up. Some people ended yeah. up in the same bracket. So you gotta pick one or the other. Um but yeah, that's the typical approach I usually take. I'm trying to play I'm playing the long game here. I'm not necessarily going for the win, but I want to keep <laughs> my average, you know, at a good level. That's what that's what my goal is. Well, I think without further ado, we'll just crack on to day nine then, yeah. lads. That makes sense. So uh for our listeners, here are the results of our rosters on day nine. Day 9 Stable Results The Fox Stable Surugisho defeated Kotoweko Kotonowaka lost to Endo and Wakatakakage defeated Macy Hog Stable Toretsu Yoshi defeated Chiyoshoma Tobizaru defeated Okenumi Takarafuji lost to Hokotofuji Takakishio defeated Mitakiyumi the Stogs Stable. Chiyoteriyu lost to Yutakayama. Hosho Ryu defeated Ichinojo. Toruno Fuji defeated Miyogiriyu. And Asanayama defeated Shimanomi. Right, heading into our head-offs then, lads. So, on day nine, the first match that we get to is Takiyasu from my stable against uh, Anosho from Matt's, yeah. I believe. Um... Interesting one, to say the very least. What do you think of this one, Matt? I'm going to ask you to start off with. Sure, sure. Um, I was not happy. So, um, as Ollie was mentioning earlier, sometimes you go with people in the stable, you think to yourself, yeah, no, I, I like this guy. I, li- I like him. And it's not necessarily about their quality of sumo. And Nosho's quite one of those... Um, he's very capable. He's Mega Shiro 1 at the minute. W- won't be for long. Um, and <clears throat> his last couple of, like, bouts and bashers he's been he's been fine he's, he's been not too bad middle of the table he's, he's been reasonable he's had a few well i won't say a few he had one really bad one in, in in july of last year but then you know because of uh covid and stuff everyone's all over the place anyway but his performance has been pretty pretty shocking this time around unfortunately and th- this this against takiyasu was no example takiyasu at this point um going on a high doing extremely well and as we've said before the no show no balance, just got spun round and poor footing. And once he just had just that, that, that slight wobble in his leg of a little bit of doubt and just pushed straight out. And, and to be fair, I don't think it was a, 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 a slight on Takayasu. He, he did well. I just think Anosha needs to get his head yeah. straight. Uh, uh, you're right. At this stage, Takayasu was coming in on a 7 1 win streak mm-hmm, so far mm-hmm. in the Basho. Anosha was at 2 and 6 going into day, yeah, day 9, yeah, I believe yeah. it was. And Anosho had won three of the previous fights as well. Uh, three of their previous five 
cameras. But I mean, it was it was over in six seconds. It was just one of those. Takiyasi was still smashing it, dominating as he was at that point in the in the Basho, and not really much more to be said at that point because I think people watching Takiyasi are thinking, okay, we've got um, a very interesting character on our hands here with uh, what's to come. So it was it was it was a dominant win. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was a had to me, wasn't it? Um, did win in the end. Yeah, it was. It was um, unfortunate, but not unexpected. At the end of the day, I mean, it, based on what we've seen thus far, and the fact that uh, there's the split between Komasubi and, and Mike Sherry, it's like, yeah, this this you know statistically would probably go Takayasu's way, and it did. So yeah, one of those ones, one of those days. Yep. Um, then the the next match that we came to on day nine, and the second match that we actually have on day nine. Was uh, Daesho from Hogstable against Shodai from Mine? Hog, uh, your 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 dude took the victor here. Do you want to go for that? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, Daesho kind of got off to a bit of a stinker at the start of the tournament, didn't he? And um, yeah, so he was. He, it's it was good to see him uh, beating Shodai. I think we kind of said at the end of last week that I thought that he was going to kind of come back into the fold a little bit. Mm. Um, I thought what he did was good. You know, he was um, he got in up in Shodai's face, give him a couple of, um, you know, he got his fist, he got his uh, he got his his hand up in his face a few times. He managed to get mm-hmm. that leverage over Shodai, uh, get the Oshi Dashi on him. I think that was quite a good uh, a good kind of test for Daisho, um, and it it kind of helped cement a kind of uh, a bit of confidence in him. I think. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I think you're right. I think coming in on a 4-4 uh, for Shodai, um, Daeshu on a 3-5 into that match, it was a, it was quite well balanced in the sense that Shodai, I believe, my personal opinion, was underperforming more compared mm-hmm. to what I thought he was going to, what I was going to see from him. Um, much like yourself, based on previous Basho, um, one of those. Daeshu had won seven of the last 11. So it was a fairly equal setting. Going into yeah. it, you know, it wasn't really, you know, there wasn't any sort of major dominance from either part um, as to expectation. But as you said, I, I thought Daesho just simply came out stronger, and the timing of his thrusts and shoves was uh, absolutely spot on. Just kind of caught caught a uh, showdown in the back foot quite a bit there, and it just worked out for a great um, Oshidashi. So can't really ask for more than that from from uh, Daesho in that respect. But it was a great win for yourself there as well. Um, Really good. I mean, at the end of day nine, there, I ended up finishing on a three-two. Hog, you finished really, really well on a four-one. Yeah. And Matt, you finished on a three-two as well, mate. So mm-hmm. we're all up on the average. Um, not a bad day nine. Can't really ask, but can't grumble too much when you're finishing on three twos, really. Um, but a great result for Hog there at the end of day nine. Um, going into day ten. The day ten stable results. The Fox stable. Suragishio defeated Ryuden. Kotonowaka lost to Ishinojo. And Shodai defeated Miyogiryu. The Hog Stable. Tretsuyoshi lost to Dayamami. Tobizaru defeated Chiyoshoma. Daeshio defeated Hokotofuji. And the Stog Stable. Hoshoryu defeated Kaisi. Chiyoteryu defeated Kakayagi. Onosho lost to Mitakiyumi, Terenofuji lost to Shimanumi, and Asaneyama defeated Takanosho. 
going into the first of mine Hogs two matches here. Um, apologies in advance, mate, uh, Hog, because I know it's a bit of a, di- a difficult hmm. day for you here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wakataka, I mean, at this stage in the game, Wakataka for me was looking um, was was looking. It was like on that cusp. He was hmm. kind of like I was hoping more from him up to this point, you know what I mean? I thought, it, I, I want to see a really, really big bounce back from what we'd seen, well, the fact that he wasn't competing in the previous special, but from what I knew he could produce, so I was hoping for a lot from him, hence why I picked him, um, and he was just kind of on that turn at this point where I was starting to potentially start seeing a bit more of him getting um, some interesting wins under his under his belt, as we discussed in the previous show. Mm. He he had a habit of turning over the big names, uh, but struggling with people around his sort of, you know, um, who'd expect him maybe to do better mm. against. So it was an interesting one going into this one because uh, he took on Yodu Takarafuji, uh, who he beat. And Takarafuji had had a stinker until now as well. Yeah, he, he was he, he was doing abysmally, wasn't he? I mean, at that point, I think he was 8-1 down. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, he just looked a bit sluggish, I thought. Um, and... Uh, Wakataka Kage kind of got round the right hand side of him quite quickly, uh, and it it caught Karafuji off his balance, uh, mm-hmm. and then he was just quite quickly kind of pushed out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Takarafuji, I don't know what what the deal is with him at, being in this tournament because kind of as we'll see, he's kind of he kind of stumbled a little bit, hasn't he? He just seems a little bit fatigued to me, or or something like he just doesn't have the speed. Mm-hmm. Well, he hasn't. He hasn't. This been this bad. I mean, yes. Okay, there was like similarly to an show actually last year. Must have been about July time. He was a bit wonky, but he hasn't been like a bad, uh, given no. bad performance as it were since like 2018, maybe. But before that, so it's it's a weird one because he's like, oh, why did you pick a crap sumo? It's like we didn't. They they were quite decent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? He's just not really had um like I just don't feel like he's had any defense. Mm. He's had, you know, when when people have been slapping him, he's just. He's had no kind of comeback to it. Yeah. And like I say, he's just been really sluggish. So like the more technical or the faster fighters like uh, Wakataka Kage can just get around the side of him like real quick. Especially um, with how Wakataka Kage has been producing. I mean, for me, it's been really, really interesting to watch because I was wondering if he was going to change up his general style, how he was going to come into this tournament and what we were going to see from him in terms of his form of attack and defense. Yeah. Um, and He's generally gone for the whole. He's really, really good at dancing around, like circling, using speed, trying to catch people off balance, catching people on the back foot by letting them thrust forward and him dancing out the way almost, slinking about, as I put here. Um, I did make a note here saying, um, Come on, Takarafuji, wise up, get both legs right out of the bed. (laughs) (laughs) The only half out of the bed, get right out of the bed because he he didn't for the whole for the whole basho. He didn't he didn't get out of bed. Um, What can you do? What can you do? One of those bad day in the office for him there. Uh, Bad (laughs) basho for him. Um, Takiyasu then took on Takakisho. Now this was a clash of titans. Yeah, yeah. Nothing other than absolute wonderful, just. A, a galore fight here. Just uh, everything going into this, I was, it, I got really excited and it's one of the first fights. I've been excited by a few of the fights, but just the names when they appeared on the screen where I got a tingle. I don't know why, but it was just one of those ones where I'm <laughs> yeah. based on his performance so far and what I'm hoping to see from Takakisho going forward, you know? Um, now, being an Ezeki Takakisho, he entered the day on six and three. Uh, Takiyasu, 
ended on eight and one. Um, they've both fought 12 times beforehand with six wins apiece going into this. Um, so it's just, it's, as we mentioned, this was one of those interesting fights because I think our texts to each other afterwards are like, for God's mm. sake. Um, <laughs> even if you had it on fast forward, it still took three hours. Yeah, to get through this fight, um, yeah, there was the initial kind of whirlwind of slapping, wasn't there? You yeah, know, the, the yeah. kind of usual Takakesho mm-hmm. out of the blocks win, um, windmilling, and then it, they kind of like almost stopped and then just went into a hold, mm-hmm. and, it, it, mm-hmm. and then they were stuck in this hold for a, quite a while, weren't they? I think for me, it was the perfect example of two guys who were entering with this almost exactly the same strategy. Mm. to sort of stand your ground, stand tough and wait for the other one to move forward and make a fault and then capitalise. That's mm. how it kind of felt, but neither of them were were making that exact move um, until legit three minutes and 30 plus seconds into the fight yeah. after a solid standoff with without either moving really much of an inch. Mm. Takakisho thought, bugger this, and decided to go for a calf kick. Yeah. Um, he was unlucky because I think it took more out of him. Simple yeah. as that. I'll give him the credit for going for it, but I think it took more out of him. He tired from it. He looked tired by that point, and Takiyasu simply just tipped him for um, for the win. That's um, right. And it was a, it was a I thought it was a great sort of standoff. You know, the whole um, irresistible force versus a movable object, as I mentioned last time as well. I love it. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great fight. For I thought it was strategically brilliant because I just thought some people can be bored of that kind of fight. Not not me. Like I, I really enjoy if you can read the strategy from why there's a standoff. And to yeah. me, it was just simply that they both seem to have the same and wait until they make that, that, that fatal error, which is exactly what happened. Uh, I think Takakesho as well, like when they were in the grapple, if you, if, if you watch it again, he's actually being edged slowly, slowly back kind of, you know, inch at a time. Um, by the time he goes to do that leg sweep, he's got, he's kind of up against the, the rope at the, you know, um, and then, like you say, Mark, I think once he tried to throw that leg sweep in and then there was that, obviously that, that triggered them to start wrestling again. I think that just knocked it out of Takakesho. It did. It did. It's a shame it did. But I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things where I think we were pleasantly surprised he was putting on the performance that he had been by this point, given his January. Because I don't yeah, think, yeah. I wasn't expecting him to be back. And also, you know, like obviously, I wanted Takakesho to win, but it's it was quite nice to see um, Takayasu kind of coming into the fold a bit more, and um, you know, uh, fighting really well. I thought as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, at the end of day ten, I did. Uh, I, had a, I had a I had a solid day. I finished on a four and a one. Hog finished on two and three, and Matt finished on a three and a two. There, at the end of day ten. So going into day eleven. The day 11 stable results. Fox stable. Surigishio defeated Akasiyama. Kotonowaka lost to Ryuden. Wakataka Kage defeated Tamawashi. The Hog stable. Toretsu Yoshi lost to Kaisi. Tobizaru defeated Kotoweko. Takara Fuji defeated Shimanumi. Takakishio defeated Kirabayama. And the Stog stable. Chiyoteru lost to Tochinoshin. Hoshoryu defeated Okunumi. Terenofuji defeated Takanosho. And Asanayama defeated Miyogiryu. Yeah, interesting results all around there. And we've got another situation where we've only got two fights uh, between the three of us in day 11. We've got Daesho from Hog Stable taking on Anosho from Matt Stable. 
Uh, I'll hand it over to yourself first, Hog. Uh, so, yeah, I know Show is on a uh, terrible run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he <laughs> Just pulling that one out there. Some- um, and, and and he managed to use uh, Anosha's weight and power against him and just managed to push him out, um, as in Daesho. So, yeah, um, again, good to see Daesho kind of coming back and building a bit more form, I think. Yeah, I don't have much to add to that, unfortunately. As I said, it's uh, Anosho's... Actually, the Tachai was good. He started off okay. The typical very thing. He, he's, he launched in, his arms are up, he's strong, and he seems to be fine pushing into it, but he doesn't have the focus of the next move ahead. So Daisho's reacting and then doing what we saw from uh, similar to what the Sanayama had been doing previously. Like, oh, hang on, give me a second to get my bearings. I can just move out of the way and let uh, Anosho's momentum just carry him and it, just give him that little touch. Just enough to tap him on his way and. Um, there's always a thing with certain sumo where you like fall safely. Don't fall to hurt yourself. You don't want to be, you know, you compete for 15 days. So they do a little bounce and oh, there's like Starro style arms sprawled on the floor. Like, what are you doing? Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's when you know you're going down, you know it's over and he's just bouncing out. And you think, oh, for crying out loud. But to start with, as I say, the Tachi, I know she looked good. It looked like a yeah. proper 50 50 disco anyway. It was pushing Daisho back, but all he had to do was just, just, just step out of the way and just put him straight to the floor. It was like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, he did. He looked. He looked strong out with the blocks, didn't he? Yeah. So I thought that you know, um, the technical mind up to the speed and the, to know what to do next. Yeah, and, that's it. Yeah, and he that's did. Right. nailed it. I mean, so, I mean, the other one I would say is Daisho. Sometimes he he's like mm. that when he comes out of the blocks. You know, he's he's yeah. he's um he's pretty powerful himself. So maybe it was just a case of Anosho just kind of misread it. You know, just maybe mis- misread the fight. We're going from there, we unfortunately have to link into one of those horrible situations where you've got to take yourself on. <laughs> who'd, you, who'd you applaud for? Who'd you cheer for? It was a tricky one. I had Shodai taking on Takayasu. Um, the reality is I want Shodai to bounce back, but not as much as I wanted Takayasu to, to run riot through the rest of the basho. Mm. You know, um, it was a difficult one. I mean, Shodai being the Ezeki, he's on five and five coming into this and day 11. Uh, not great stats, but not the worst. You know, he can still get his cashies, so it's not a problem at all, really. I'm, I'm wanting to see him bounce back. The problem is, as I mentioned, he's going against Takiyasu, who's a Komasubi, obviously, and he's he's on 9-1. and one. And when somebody's on 9-1, and one, to be honest, even if they're not even in my roster, I'm almost kind of rooting for them because I love yeah, the idea yeah. of somebody getting to silly high numbers with the win record. I, I, I get a buzz from that, even if they're not part of my squadron. Um... So, yeah, strange one, but Takiyasu, I, w- I was cheering on here, and um, holy shit, <laughs> not what I expected <laughs> at all from this. Uh, going into it, Shodai has won 11 of the previous 19, so to be fair, it's fairly bloody equal. I just didn't see it coming. Um, both went in strong, both went in tough, both started pretty well, I thought. I thought Shodai kind of managed to sort of get a, a sort of a semi kind of lock, if you like. There wasn't, it wasn't a full lock, but it was like a half a lock going on there on Takiyasu's arm. He did like a 360 pivot and the momentum sent Takiyasu to the deck. I just, I didn't see it coming. And dare I say, I think this could have been the fight that kind of unhinged Takiyasu a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he's, if he'd have, I started wondering at this point if he'd have picked up something maybe that's maybe rocked him a bit. If he's, um, 
So I had some bad news on the pools or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's, heard, he's heard bad news from a bad investment. I well, don't know. We, I just I just wasn't expecting that kind of result. I wasn't expecting that result on that day. Yeah, because we, we talk about the psychology of, of sumo quite a lot. Because it, it's, it's you know, there's a team sport like football or something or rugby. You know, you, you all compete and you all have days on if you're on the pitch or not, whatever it's going to be. But with... Um, and not even like a boxing situation where you have a bout between two fighters that's hit, hyped up over like weeks. This is something where you fight people every day for a fortnight. And if you start getting aware of your own momentum and how well you're doing, that can easily get in your head. And uh, the psychological pressure of it all going up against, let's face it, Shodai Ozeki obviously is a much higher ranking individual, yeah. but at the same time, he hasn't been doing well. So then you, do you start then underestimating him? Do you overestimate yourself? What what do you do? How do you combat it? And then when you do get taken down, like, oh, maybe I'm not as good as I thought. Oh, God. And as you say, I think that starts to, the pressure gets too much. But what you were saying there about the psychology, the psychological aspect of it, mm. I think this match is a really good example of where that kind of thing becomes really interesting to think about because you've got Shodai, who's Ozeki, like you say, but he's not having a great basho so far. Yeah. And it kind of feels like at this point, he's like, maybe I need to start, you know, turning this around. You know, I'm the Ozeki. I should be, you know, getting these wins. Mm. Then at the same time, you've got Takayasu, who's, you know, kind of on the way back from injury. And he's, you know, at the Komasubi rank now. And he's, you know, going into this day 9-1. Maybe he's starting to think, could this be, you know, my first, you know, Yusho? This could be the first, you know, you know, win for me. So I think you've kind of got two guys who are both, maybe feeling the pressure, you know, in a really big kind of way. Um, and unfortunately, uh, you know, maybe this will be, we'll see this coming with some of the later matches. It looked like the pressure really did get to Takayasu more in the end, unfortunately. Another thing that, I don't know, maybe you guys brought this up, but uh, Takayasu's just had a, a daughter born. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So maybe there's that kind of, you know, I've got to win this for my daughter kind of pressure, you know, that I've got to do this for, you know, for her. So maybe, yeah, I think... Mm. It kind of maybe this is the point where maybe the pressure starts to f sort of really get to Takayasu. Maybe yeah. maybe you don't see it so much in these days, but uh, you know, as you, as we'll probably talk about later, you can really see. I think the pressure starting to get to him. At the end of day eleven, uh, I finished on a three and a two. Uh, Hog finished brilliantly on a four and a one, and Matt Come finished on. on a three and a two. It's been an interesting one because it's 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 all. It's all moving around. There's nothing dominating, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. We're all finishing. We've all finished on a four at some point in the last few days. Going in to day 12. The day 12 stable results. Surugishio defeated Chionu. Kotonowaka defeated Chiyoshoma. Takeyasu defeated Hokoto Fuji. And Shodai defeated Takanosho. The Hog stable. Toretsu Yoshi lost to Kotoshoho. Tobazaru lost to Maisi. Takarafuji lost to Tochinoshin. And Takakishio defeated Okanumi. Stog Stable. Chiateriyu lost to Hidanumi. Hoshuryu lost to Akisiyama. Onosho lost to Kirabiyama. Torenofuji defeated Tamawashi. And Asanayama defeated Mitakiyumi. So yeah, day twelve we had um, the the young upstart being Wakataka Kage again, <laughs> the dancing queen taking on uh, Hogs Dayesho. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
another situation of Wakataka Kage doing what he's been doing well as of recent for me here. Um, now, Daesho has won their only previous encounter. Wakataka is coming in now. He's kind of bounced back onto a 7-4 and four from only a couple of days ago where I was sort of mentioning that he's... Um, we might be starting to see something here from him. He's entering today on a 7-4. and four, So if he wins today... He's got his catchy. He's laughing, really. He's playing for the win, whereas Daesio's starting on a 6-5, and five, I believe. Mm-hmm. Pretty equal stats heading into this one. I think um, Waka simply sidestepped. <laughs> if memory serves me right. He did one of his lovely little sidestep. I'm just going to get out of the way there. Circle Daesio's Dayesh- uh, charge. Um, took advantage of his momentum for a, a pretty quick win. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, um, as I was kind of just saying before, the thing is with Daesho, he has actually, he's pretty powerful out the blocks. Uh, Wakataka Kage um, didn't get sucked into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he managed to, yeah, just through a bit of speed, a uh, bit of agility, he managed to sidestep Daesho um, and dispose of him, um, which is a bit of a sh- I mean, it, it, Wakataka Kage. He's been really good to watch, hasn't he? Just kind really of fun. in terms of his technical kind of fighting style, I think, and the way he's kind of uh, the way he kind of moves around quite quickly, like you're saying, Mark, like a bit of dancing. I quite like watching that with him. Um, he's got very much a kind of like um, his form of attack is defense in the sense of like he'll he'll move around a lot. He's he's ultimately relying on a charge from the opposition to an extent. Yeah. He's relying on them to kind of. Um, be at least slower um, and maybe put a foot wrong because I think he, he's forced it out of a couple of people now where they might move erratic, more erratically, yeah. um, you know, in order to try and catch up with them. They, they, he tries to suck them into his pace game a bit. And yeah. I think that's what he does really well because as soon as they do, they're, they're out of their comfort zone of strength and power and more into, you know, Tom and Jerry to try and catch the mouse kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, I think it, and it usually turns it around on them. The other thing is, I think it really took the it started to it took the wind out of Daesho's sail, didn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, because I, I, you know, I thought, oh, he's going to get, he's going to start coming back into it. He's going to start, and then it was a bit of a stumble, wasn't it? At this point, I thought it was. It was an interesting one. Um, I don't know. It's it's tricky because Wakataka Kage's win today, um, it was the one that I was kind of watching more than any of the others because. Uh, once that win happened, it really helped me settle down because I was wondering how today was going to go overall. And uh, I have to say, gentlemen, I got my five and order today. The other day, 12, Hog finished on one and four. Ouch. Nightmare in the bank for you, wasn't it? That day. <laughs> no money yeah. in the bank. Uh, I finished on a five and oh, and Matt finished on a two and three. So um, I think this was one of the turning points for me in the whole in the whole game to be quite honest i think this is where i clawed back quite a few uh points here um it was one of those days where surigisho started to stand up and be counted for me more than he had been uh i'd been slagging him off a lot to be fair you know he was the pick i wish i hadn't have picked but as as the second week progressed my lord he uh he stood up and, and, and he was counted um yes ollie yeah that's i was going to bring up the same point um because I also picked Suzuki Show as well, um, and you know the first half of the Basho, it felt like you know maybe this wasn't such a great pick, you know, <laughs> to say the least, man. <laughs> yeah, but then he kind of went on this this great run of the last few days, um, and I, I suddenly started to you know have some faith in the guy. 
Yeah, he definitely he definitely stood up and he uh, he was definitely counted and he made me think twice. And uh, my apologies now to the big T for um for for um <laughs> his abysmal first week and me pointing it out. But he he bloody turned it around. I think it's fair to say. Okay. Um, but and we'll get into some of those matches as we go forward. But it's um yeah, it was a, it was a solid solid day twelve for me finishing on a five and all. Uh, Hog there I mentioned on a one and four, Martin a two and three, which is um. Interesting standings heading in to day number 13. The day 13 stable results. The Fox stable. Suragishio defeated Chionokuni via Fuzan. The Hog stable. Tobazaru lost to Aeyama. Daeshio defeated Macy. And the Stog stable. Chiyoteru lost to Dayamami. And Hoshoryu defeated Kagayaki. Day 13 was a busy one for us lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a lot to cover in day 13. Um, it wasn't one of those ones where Matt's not interested and he just has his own little <laughs> fights over there in the corner by himself. He was uh, he was up for it, <laughs> as yeah. we all were. Um starting off, I think, with uh, we're starting off with uh, my Kotnawaka versus uh Hogstretsu Yoshi. Um, this was an interesting one because Kotnawaka has been kind of my dud. Um, I think it's fair to say, out of my roster at least, anyway. You know, he's he's not he's not performed what I was hoping for, but he came out today and he and he got the win against Tsuyoshi. I mean, uh, Kotnawaka he's starting the day on a four and an eight. Tsuyoshi starting on a six and six. Um, Tsuyoshi has won two of the last three. So it kind of you know it's it's equal enough, um, but you know I would have put probably put money on Toretsu Yoshi to turn with the win today. I would have thought. Now I think the reality is Kotnoaka's size was the, was the key to today's victory more than anything else. I think that's that was the overriding factor in today's win against Toretsu Yoshi. Um, I think he used that advantage to simply use that power to push Toretsu Yoshi back. Uh, Trishu Yoshi, he did try to dig deep to be fair and retaliate, but his momentum was used against him, really, and Kotnawaka got him with a win via Noshidashi. Um Hog, what were your thoughts on the fight, man? Yeah, Trishu Yoshi, he's kind of like um, there's some days where I'm like yeah, he's done great, and then other day, and then the next day, I'm like, oh, he's not done very good. <laughs> so he's, kind of, he's, he's kind of really up and down, isn't he? You know, and then the other thing I've noticed that, well, particularly in this in this fight, he was ragdolled about a lot, and I think that ties into what you were saying, Mark, about the about the um, the weight difference and the height difference. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've noticed about Toritsu Yoshi is he's he's a bit of a he. It's sometimes like watching a rodeo with him. Mm. He's getting like pushed around, and he's kind of he's spinning round and trying to counter the uh, counter the push all the time. Um, but as soon as, you know, in this one, I think as soon as he was up against the bales, I, I think you knew he was doomed, really. Um, he, like, he he was trying to spin round and get the counter, but it was never going to happen, really, I don't think. Yeah, it was, a, it was a tricky one for him, to say the least. But I think we, we both agree on the fact, I think it just it came out of size. That's what it came down to. And just the sort of power sucking him in, uh, got the reversal on him and used his momentum against him. One of those, one of those things. It happens sometimes. Um, and I'm going to hand over to you two lads here as well because Matt uh, Anosho took on Takara Fuji and uh, Anosho got the victor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, I'll just say first, I'll just mm-hmm. tell you what my notes say. 
um, <laughs> and it just says, "There's no no push from Takara Fuji. He's pony." You already saw the matter. That was it. Yeah, that was it. I think just at this point, I I think I'd got to with Takara Fuji. Just like, oh my god, I'm just sick of this guy now. He's just, (laughs) he's like a lame horse. Just somebody turned him into a Brit sick. (laughs) (laughs) It is a weird one because Takara Fuji and Anosho. Um, for those who don't know, we mentioned about the rankings and and Maegashira being like the sixteen top. Uh, well, sorry, sorry, sixteen the, the sort of bottom tier, as it were. But the, the general pool of people and Maegashira one, uh, east and west are the two highest of that level who aren't Sekiwake or Komasubi and things like that. So these are good, really dependable, very uh, established rikishi, and that's Takara Fuji and Anosho. And both have been shite. And it's like, <laughs> how are you? You both at this amazing standing, but both been so. And I don't mean like just a little bit off. They've been really bad. And I think just for me, it was a case of a no show. Just, just, just being just a little bit better. Um, I, I don't think it's uh, and nothing to gloat about. Certainly, it was just the sense that he came in, kept low, doing his thing. With he's been with every other match of the last couple of uh, days at this point. Um, just doing his pushing thrusting kind of thing um regardless of any form of technique no real change i'm just i'm gonna do to this i'm gonna commit to it i'm um and as he got uh takara fuji just back a bit and and the thing was we mentioned before you don't as a sumo want to get too high because you lose balance very quickly takara fuji's starting to keel backwards a bit and it's like just keep going keep going and that momentum that screwed him over a couple of days prior um with daesho works perfectly here because it's pushing takara fuji completely out so it was it was a nice uh, sort of oh thank god there's something there there's there's you know there's a, there's a moment but um only just <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think yeah to karafuji as well uh, up to that point today he'd lost 10 yeah, uh, one yeah. two it's just like it's poor run isn't it you know very poor when, when you're losing double figures you need to have a word don't you yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yes ollie yeah, uh, this is just you know these kinds of matchups. You know, I, I noticed you were saying there that these guys are the these guys are the top of Maegashira. They're both mm-hmm. one and you know one east and one west. Uh, that's like this is kind of a it comes up quite a lot on the the Nao Discord. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like people call it like the cursed rank because <laughs> it kind of like the way it obviously you guys have probably noticed this as well. But yeah, these yeah. these guys are the first week. They're facing all the Sanyaku guys, so the Ozeki, the Sekiwaki, yeah. the Komasubi, the Yokozuna, if they're in. Um, and so it kind of often, by the time it gets around to like week, you know, day eight, day nine, they've just been crushed. Their spirit's just gone. They've had, <laughs> you know, an awful first week and they're just, you know, utterly despondent. And I think that's kind of what we're feeling here. These guys have just had an absolute shocker of a first week and there's just nothing left in the tank. They're both feeling despondent. Maybe, you know, they've got some kind of injury they've not disclosed. Um, but like you say, at the end of the day, it just felt like Onosho was the slightly better one and won out. Yeah. Uh, Takara Fuji is kind of this, you know, I think uh, I describe him as like a, you know, just like a big block of iron. He just doesn't move. <laughs> he doesn't really do much else, but, he, you know, you're not going to move the guy. He's just this massive. <laughs> but it's these, like you say, he just looked tired. He looked a bit, you know, out of sorts. He was just going backwards all the time. So, yeah. yeah I think, Ollie, if he was, a, if he's a, what did you say? A block of metal. I think you should just melt him down and turn him into something useful. <laughs> yeah, I think he's definitely melted in this basho, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the only sort of um, 
The only thing that I would go against Ollie's point there, uh, the only thing is that the only person who kind of manages to sort of uh, do well against the big lads is uh, the next person on my list to speak about. And that's uh, Wakataka Kake. Uh, he's the only person who seems to do well against the higher-ranking Rikishi in terms of the style that he brings forward. Because as we said in the first week, he was only really doing well against the big names, you know. <laughs> and as time has gone on, he's, uh, he's done the same. And now he goes up against my own dude, Takiyasu. And it, we carry on with this interesting format of Wakataka Kage turning up, wanting to tip over the big names. And Takiyasu, he's reaching that weird turning point with his streak. Wakataka Kage defeated him. So you've got um, Takiyasu who's coming in on 10 and 2 into today. Waka is coming in on 8 and 4. Uh, Waka's won two of the last three fights as well, which is interesting. So it's that whole mind game situation of is Takiyasu feeling the pressure here? And the answer is, I believe, yes, as we mentioned previously. I have to say, what a bloody incredible fight it was from my perspective. I thought it was fantastic to watch. Waka's game plan worked really, really well, I thought. He he did exactly what we discussed earlier on. He managed to suck Takiyasu into his style, the whole slap and move, push and dance style that we've become <laughs> familiar with with Taki, uh, Waka Taka. He, he, he's like, you know, he's, he's almost teasing them. He's like, he goes over and slaps and goes, how are then how are? And sort of dances around a little bit <laughs> and waits for them to respond. And and he does it and he sucks them in. And, it, and Takiyasu fell victim of falling into that trap and trying to follow him. And in my opinion, I think it probably should have, um, I think um, it should have gone to a mono E um, given what's at stake here. I thought in my honest opinion, when, when you look at the replay, I honestly thought the Wakataka's hand touched the ground first. Um, in my honest opinion, especially at this point in the game as well, especially at this, this point in the Basho and especially Based on the two guys who are who we're talking about here, um, yes, Ollie. Yeah, this match was you know whenever there's like a really close call, like you know a lot of people thought this one should have gone to a monoe. Mm-hmm. Whenever this kind of thing happens, it's like all that gets talked about all day in the Discord. You know, like twenty four hour conversations about <laughs> you know which frame is foot touch first and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I think uh, you know going aside from all that, you know. People make mistakes. Referees make mistakes. You know, sometimes it's just the way things are. But I don't think that, you know, Takayasu got himself into the situation in the first place. It kind of felt like at this point, a lot of people were saying he's blown it. You know, he's he's just gone. He's lost it. And I was like, mm, you know, maybe this was this was pretty borderline. I don't know if he blew it as such. But, you know, people were saying that he was fighting to not lose rather than fighting to win. And I think that's a really good way to describe mm. how he started ended up performing towards the end of the Basho. He just seemed like he couldn't quite close it out. And he kept going for these, you know, hopefully he'll fall before I do kind of things at the edge of the, at the edge of the ring. And it just never worked out for him. And I think you could see it on his face. The guy was, you know, he just thought, oh, not again. Yeah, there, there was frustration creeping in. I think that's what started to happen for me for him in the sense of, um, you know, he slipped up a couple of times and then the doubt started to kick in and then the frustration started to kick in. It's almost like the seven stages of grief, but in the sense of like, uh-huh. you know, like losing form, um, you know, doing well, maybe starts doubting himself a bit. The, the mind game start creeping into himself, you know, the the hearing, almost hearing voices ask about whether he's good enough or, or whatever. Mm. And then 
all of a sudden the frustration starts to show, and I think that went against him as well. Some people can bounce well off that frustration. Mm-hmm. Some people can use that frustration and turn it into angst and turn it into anger and turn it into positive performances, potentially, in terms of the strength that they display uh, in a fight. But we'll see what happens with him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, as we go from there in, into um, the, the fourth fight of, of day 13, which is Hogs Takakisho taking on Matt Asanayama. Hog, we'll hand over to you first, mate. Yeah, um, good to see like the hamster back, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, after He's such there, an, abysmal, yeah. uh, an abysmal tournament previously, he, he, he looked really good. I mean, Asanayama, they, they were basically two beasts against each other, weren't they? They looked yeah. very easily, evenly matched. Mm-hmm. I thought there was some very nice editing on the... Um, on that tour as well, where you saw uh, Takakesha with his bust mouth at the end, <laughs> and it looked like he got lipstick on it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, I think it was it was really good for Takakesha. He came back and won, so it's gonna it's gonna do like worlds of good for his confidence. You know, mm. like as we were kind of saying before, when he was go coming into the tournament, he had all that. There was all that talk about him against Hakaho, get, getting nailed against Hakaho in the training. Um, yeah, it's good to see him kind of bouncing back now. Yeah, it was it was a very very interesting bout because we talked about how Takakesho when he comes at you with his arms just sprawling madly and he's got so much weight behind him that if unless you're clever unless you can do something to counter that um, he's going to run through you. Um, and Asanayama proving again his both his rank and his standing and how good he is as, as a Rikishi, he. They just collide into each other and neither seem to move back. And that point, now neither of them get their favorite moves on. You got Sunny Hammer basically taking the elbows and the wrists, and like, no, 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 no. And it's just controlling it as best he can and doing extremely well. And then and all of a sudden it shifts. He gets a high chin on him and he and he turns around and thinks, I've got him. Because he does. He has, he completely has uh uh Kesho on the rope, as it were. And then he turns around to, to end it, but as he does, his footing isn't. He's, he's so desperate to get the win and not be taken advantage of. He turns so fast. Takakesha, all Takakesha has to do is give him a little slap on the back, and his own weight takes him down. And it's so crushing because Sanayama, in my opinion, while they were both doing extremely well, he was performing a little bit better. He was doing a little bit better, and because of that, I think Takakesha was effectively going out. But the problem was just spatial awareness and footing and just the resilience of it all and just that's that crushing there's a moment right at the end just turns and you see the bleeding face of, of Takakesho and it's like oh I've got to get him now and your foot just his foot just goes ever so slightly because it's just you know the raised dirt on the uh, on the clay of the Tokyo and then just bump and he's on the floor and it's oh for god's sake it's over so quickly so yeah. I think I wasn't necessarily upset with that result because it was a fantastic little bout um but uh I think I it's brought, it. <laughs> this, this brought uh, Takakesho kind of uh, back into the potential that he mm, could actually mm. win it, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think all of a sudden you started thinking, hang on hang on a minute, you know. I, did, I mean, I've never for one minute thought at the start of this tournament that Takakesho could, could win it. But after this, after he beat Asanayama, there was a kind of a little a little bit thinking, a little bit of me thinking, hang about, he can, he can win it here. <laughs> It's very, very interesting you should say that, actually, Hog, because going into the final fight of the day, my notes are, after this fight, um, it's wide open. 
basically, in terms of the next yeah, couple of years. Yeah. Everything is to play for here. There's a lot to play for. There's a lot of people's names in the mixer. It's not just one or two. You're talking a good four or five at this point who yeah. you think, right, the game's on. Let's play. It's so hard. At this point, it's so hard to predict, isn't it? You know, it's the the pendulum has swung in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, the, you just don't, at this point, it, like you say, Mark, it was just completely wide open. Absolutely. Well, going into the sort of final fight of day 13, it's uh, Matt Turunofuji taking on uh, defeating my Shodai. Yeah. Matt, I'll let you lead, man. Brutal. Um, so basically, uh, right from the Tachiai, uh, Turunofuji has so much more control of a Shodai. Um, as much as Shodai's maybe bringing it back and maybe getting his footing a bit better, you know, a bit more, um, Turunofuji comes in, hands onto the Mawashi. Um, Shodai immense immediately just has to straighten up because he's been lifted and he's trying to get something else, trying to do something, but he's already literally been lifted in one step halfway across the Tokyo and then he's out. That's it. It's literally a couple of seconds and it's just it shows how that initial that Tachiai, that, that, that clashing at the start is so important and you can always claw it back, you can always do other things but if you lose your footing there you're gone. You're done. That's it. And Terunofuji just I mean, the ma- Terran Fuji, not, not to spoil how this ends, um, <laughs> um, has been performing better than the Ozeki. He's been performing arguably, I mean, I, I don't want to be arrogant and say at a, a Yokozuna level, but he kind of has. He's been the one we're looking to, like, that's my guy. That's the person who's carrying this whole damn thing right now. Um, even when he loses, it's like, that's a shock. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, and and just this is the kind of perfect evidence. Shodai is one of the highest ranking Ozeki at this point, and Terunofuji just made mince me of him. Yeah, I love the way uh, Terunofuji when he's at the beginning when they're they're kind of mm. psyching each other out, mm-hmm. and he kind of gets really low down, and then he'll get right oh, into yeah. the wrestler's yeah. face, mm-hmm. and he he looks he just looks scary, doesn't he? I think yeah. when he, he does had, that, he like, looks the boy. He looks he looks like he's gonna. He does look like out of everybody who's kicking around at the top, and again, we'll you know we'll obviously get into day fifteen when we do to announce winners and things like that. But in terms of who looks the part all the way through this tournament, um, he looks the part, and he's he's got he's got the composure. I think when I look at his face and look at his composure when he's in the ring, he looks like somebody who's a, who's almost void of feeling pressure. Yeah, dare I say. Like but he doesn't look like is... he's shaken by his defeat. He looks like I'll come back from it. He looks a bit annoyed. Don't get me wrong, but he <laughs> yeah. doesn't look like somebody who you're gonna you, you test. It doesn't look like his mind's been tested too much. Yeah. He looks on it. But to talk about that psychology side of the, side of things as well, he's on the rise. I mean, he's got fuck all to lose, has he? You know, right. whereas Absolutely right. you know he's 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 got to get to Ozeki, whereas the other guys are like bumbling around trying to figure out are they good enough to be Ozeki yes. or should yeah. they be should they be Yokozuna. You know, whereas Taruna Fuji, he's coming up through and he's kind of blasting them all out the way. So, yeah. Well, he was Ozeki and he went down to Jurio and climbed back up again. I mean, this is yeah. like it's the insane. sort of stuff it's you make a film story. Um, I finished on three and two on uh, day 13. Hog finished on two and three. And Matt finished on three and two. Heading in to day 14. The day 14 stable results. Fox stable. Surugisho defeated Midora Fuji. Kotonowaka defeated Itakiyama via Fuzan. Wakataka Kage lost to Aeyama. The Hog Stable. Toretsu Yoshi defeated Kageyaki. 
Takarafuji defeated Okanumi, and Daeshio lost to Kirabayama, and the Stog Stable. Chiyoteru lost to Kaisi. Hoshoryu lost to Dayamami, and Anosho defeated Shimanumi. Now, dear 14 chaps, we had three fights this uh, this very day, um, and it starts off with uh, Hogs Tobizaru taking on my Takayasu. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to pass it over to you to start off with, Hog, before, yeah. I, uh, before I bite Tom- my own chin off. Tobizaru, what a star. I mean, he's like... Uh... <laughs> He's had a really good tournament, hasn't he? He really has. I can't deny that for one second. He's had a beauty. Oh, your tone has changed. Your tone has changed so much. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. day, uh, the, uh, the kind of, what was it, day one or something like that? I was yeah, like, yeah. Shit. <laughs> but you he, picked Topazaro. We were laughing about the fact that you like to back a loser. Like, you like Topazaro. I think it's fair to say, like, Ollie mentioned earlier on when he was picking his stable. You pick some people based on who you like because who you're drawn to because you like them emotionally for whatever reason you're invested in them. Some yes. people you pick because they're a winner. You picked Topazaro because you liked him and you're emotionally invested in him for whatever yeah. reason you like him as a character. I can't, I uh, think I'd, I'd seen him in a few in a tournament and, and like last year and thought, oh yeah, he's he pulled out some some like a couple of good performances. Like, I can't remember, was it the one in November with the leg sweep that me and you were kind of yeah. raving around? Um, but yeah, he was, um, yeah, he was good today. I mean, like, uh, sorry, he was good against uh, Takayasu. He, but again, it was classic Tobizaru, kind of slipped round the side, uh, managed to wriggle out of a few holds, and then he managed to get a headlock on Takayasu. Mm-hmm. And um, then after that, there was um, like a really dramatic throwout that went to a mono Um But Tobizaru, with the kind of this throwout that Tobizaru ultimately won, he went flying, and he was he was laid out on the floor. He he flew out of the out of the kind of raised dojo onto the floor, and he, he must have knocked the wind out of him because he looked absolutely caked. Uh, yeah, he was he was like looked really fucked up at the end. He really but did. Yeah, it was a really good fight. It was really dramatic fight, and a, with a great throw out at the end. I thought I was gonna say I think. It's another loss for Takayasu. That's what we'll start on from my point here. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, just, you know, that's a shame because at this point I was like, I really wanted Takayasu to win it, you know, and then, um, but it's yeah. When, dare I say, it was at this point where I started to believe that he didn't necessarily deserve to. And that's awful to say, considering he's the guy I've got my whole hopes on for my stable to progress. But if I'm going to be honest, the day before the, the, the actual, the final, I thought he's lost to somebody he had no business losing to at this point. And that yeah. sounds awful. I know I'm talking very, very matter of fact there because obviously anything goes. Well, we, know no, that. we know that. But in terms of the emotional investment of Takiyasu, he's got some, he could win this when he lost to Tobizaru today. And that's, I don't mean anything at all bad against Tobizaru there at all. I'm talking purely about Takiyasu being a real contender to win the tournament. Um, it, it, I, I think this for me solidified you, you're going to be lucky to win it. And I think that's what I mean by that. I think, you know, luck's going to come down to it. Um, There's other people chomping at the bit here. There's other people who are potentially um, really hot on your heels to take you on here on day 15, mate, uh, to, to, you know, where things need to, um, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not necessarily my favorite as you were a couple of days ago. That's what I suppose is what I'm getting at. Um, And, all absolute credit to Topazaru here. He was entering on eight and five. Takiyasu was entering on 
10 and 3. I think Takayasu had lost uh, two of his last three fights. Uh, Tobazaru had won their only previous encounter as well. And he, as you said, he did great. He just did well at keeping his distance, um, but but still simultaneously attacking. He was like sort of just enough away to keep it well measured. Yeah. Um, Kept him out of arm's length, didn't he, really? Yeah, and, yeah. He kind of I mean, got you, what seemed almost what, what I can only describe as an almost headlock at one point <laughs> on Takiyasu. It wasn't quite a headlock, but it had that look of that kind of manoeuvre, if you like. Um, it went to the ring edge and both fell out of the ring. Simple as that. Takiyasu did touch first, um, in my opinion. It went to Monoe, uh, and everybody agreed what, with, with the result. I think Tobazaru fairly won. I think he deserved to win that fight. And I think it, it, it's 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 hard to admit that when Takiyasu had been my boy all the way through from our stable, you know. Tricky yeah. one. Uh, Tobizaru, he'd been beaten the day before as well. And yeah. I was starting to think, like, he, he got beat the day before by Oyama. And I, I thought, yeah, this is he's kind of coming to a, an end of his, his run. And I thought, uh, maybe, you know... So I was I wasn't really expecting him to win against Takayasu, but yeah, great, great yeah. stuff. I, I won't I won't talk too much about this this guy here because he's got nothing to do with any of us. Uh, but we'll get into him on day fifteen. Uh, but where the fuck does Ayama come from, by the way? <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he defeated Wakataka Kage today as well, you know, and that's then I wasn't expecting that, but there we go. He um he's he's got something to prove, the big man. Um. With his huge tracts of land, he's got something to prove. Um, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't take him seriously. I was saying to my wife when he came on, I was like, um, "My wife does not like Aoyama because she, not in any particular personal reason. It's purely um, she doesn't like the look of him. Aesthetically, it's purely it's purely he's got some diehard fans, and he's, I think his mama. He's got diehard fans. He's got people who yeah, just he's almost a comedy character. You yeah, know, when you see him for the first time, you, a lot of people." see him as a bit of a comedy character yes yeah i think i was just what you're saying about aoyama like being a there's always this like you know you guys are new sumo fans i'm not exactly you know i've not been watching sumo for years or anything like that i'm pretty new as well when you're trying to like discuss sumo with people you know i know this sounds a bit like you know nothing personal against the guy but when you're trying to get people into sumo and you've got Mm. a guy who looks like aoyama who's like doing well you kind of like you almost feel like you have to sort of second, you know, explain yourself. Like, <laughs> you know, a guy who looks like this is like, you know, doing well. He's beating people. He's mm. like a legitimate threat in this tournament. Yeah. Um. Not like you say, nothing against Aoyama the guy or anything like that. It's just that, you know, we'll get into it. I guess when we get to the next uh, to yeah. day fifteen. But yeah. there, there's something about I know exactly what you're talking about when you say, you know, Aoyama's a a divisive guy. Yeah, it's just the fact that, uh, and this is this is going to sound ridiculous, and it's probably actually just outwardly a a form of sort of prejudice in a way, because it's like, oh, this is a Japanese thing. We're expecting Japanese and Asian individuals. Wait, what's this European doing here? And at the same time, that's not a good or a bad thing. That's through history, sumo. That's not how it's been at all. And obviously, again, the current 
some of the top fighters are Mongolian, so it's it's not just exclusively Japanese. Yeah. yeah, but it's when you find out the guys that obviously Aoyama. It's like, wait, his name's Aoyama? Is he like a Japanese national? Oh no, 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 he's from Bulgaria. Oh, what's his name? Daniel Ivanov, and you're like, <laughs> oh, is wait, wait, Daniel? And for some yeah, reason that Dan. throws you for a loop, and it shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> it, it shouldn't. shouldn't be it's, just the, it's just the concept of what you expect from sumo because it's so traditional. Mm, mm. And what you know, we'll, we'll get onto it. We'll get onto it. But yeah, yeah it's interesting bloke. He's um, he's been doing some interesting things this last few days we'll, we'll put it that way um right where am i where are we going next takakisho was it is it takakisho yes it is it's, it's hog takakisho oh there we go kicking shite out of show die that's good we'll go we'll go on for that one hog mate i want to pass this over to you to start off with there uh, since takakisho is your boy the hamster's on form over to you man yeah i think again it was um another test for takakisho to prove he's kind of coming back into form uh, he showed more drive, and I think, you know, like what Matt's saying about holding a low centre of gravity, he managed to swerve Shodai's attack, and uh, yeah, just got the better of Shodai, pushed him out. There wasn't uh, much to it, was there? He just kicked nah. his ass. Like Shodai, Shodai's kind of fallen away a bit, hasn't he? You know, he's one of my favourite fighters as well. Um, and Actually, I would have picked him if, if it had got the dice roll, I would have picked Shodai, but yeah. he's there's the question mark at this point around Shodai, isn't there? Because he's not there having has to be. Yeah, there there's, has not to be. Great, there's not a great tournament, you know? No, you're right. Um, I mean, he's coming into to day 14 and 7 and 6. So, he, you know, he, he's playing here for his cashy. You know, at the end of the day, he's playing here to get his win for the tournament. And then, not that he would sit back and relax on day 15, but the pressure's off. I suppose as soon as you get your cashy, the, the the pressure's off, isn't it? Let's be honest. Mm. Um, and then you can relax and enjoy it, and potentially put on better performances if you're relaxed and the mind games aren't there. Mm. But he's going into this with that mind game of I need this win. He's going up against the hamster, who has been on form. He's coming in to to day fourteen on nine and four. He's playing for double figures now, which means he's playing for a potential contendership at the top of the table. You can't knock that and you can't knock that heart, especially from where the hell he's been in January, especially after his bounce from November. It's what an incredible, interesting journey this lad's had. Um he and he comes in today on nine and four and he wipes the floor of a showdown. It's as simple as that. Mm. Uh, he came charging out like an absolute bull. Knocked Shodai off his balance from the start, was dodging anything Shodai tried to throw at him, just looked a lot stronger, a lot bigger, and he beat Shodai quickly for an Ashidashi. Just a very, very good solid win for the man. I can't take it against him. Um, I'm glad, you know, sometimes when you're seeing people from, regardless of whether in your roster or not, because that's obviously just a bit of fun that we're having, let's be, be realistic here. You've still got people outside of your outside of your stable you root for. Uh, Takakisho is one for me. I've liked him for a while now, and I'm so glad he's finding some form, even if it is at the expense of uh, my dudes here. Uh, what a what a solid win from can't knock him. Um, go from there into uh, Matt uh, Torena Fuji talking about big lads. God taking mm. on Matt Asanayama. Matt, yeah, over to you. <laughs> I'll, I'll be brief with this because I know Ollie's got the same pick as me with Terran Fujin and Sunnyama, and it's mm. so frustrating when you got like, okay, obviously watching the bout, obviously you're invested because it's a good, it's a good um, matchup and stuff. But when you've got your own personal stakes from a uh, a league like the Catch a Clash and things like that, you're like, this is gonna hurt me no matter what because all I can get is one out of this one. I could have got two easy victories because Asanayama and Terran Fuji have been two of my sort of stable go-to guys. Right, you guys are carrying this. Thank you. No, don't fight each other. No, I don't need that right now. Um, <laughs> um, but um, 
yeah, well, it was a powerhouse. It was it was two titans going at each other. It was really back and forth. Um, both of them big, big lads. Um, very impressive show on both sides. Th- those moments on the on the on the sort of rice bale where it could have gone one way. Terran Fuji's trying to sort of dig his foot into to tilt the sound. I mean, it's not really working, but he equally could have lost his footing and fallen out as well. Back and forth thing. They were sort of a, the lower side of it, and something I mean, only just gets pushed out at the end. It's it's one of those things of two very very evenly matched individuals, and you're like. Yeah, I'm watching Tuozeki right now. Oh wait, no, I'm not. Terran Fuji isn't an Ozeki yet. Uh, well, not again, I should say. But again, as I said, he was, he fell, he rose up again. It just feels like this is where he's, this is where he's at. It's where he's been. Um, and those two fought extremely hard. It just, it just went Terran Fuji. And I think I'm okay with that. I don't know if I had a, like a, like a, a personal investment of which way I would have preferred it to go. But it, going towards Terran Fuji made more sense at that point. I think he was just got his 33rd or wanted to get his 33rd at that point to uh, secure the possible, so the possibility of going back to Ozeki because you have to get 33 wins over a period of time and then you get submitted to this uh, group who say, well actually now let's talk about it, let's think about it, it is a room. We've had like, there's no limit to Ozeki, I think they had like six in 2020, uh, 2012, but do we want to raise them up or not and uh, mm-hmm. etc. Um, but yeah, no, I think it was, it was a really good, good little fight. Um, ended kind of how I wanted it to, I think. We've got Takayasu up there, Takakish up there, and Turana Fuji. Let's go to day 15, chaps. The final day 15 stable results. Fox stable. Kotonowaka lost to Dayamami. Suragishio lost to Macy. Wakatakakake defeated Hokoto Fuji. Takayasu lost to Aiyama. The Hog stable. Tobizaru defeated Kaisi. Turetsu Yoshi defeated Tamawashi. Takara Fuji lost to Kiribayama. Daesho defeated Akasiyama. And the Stog Stable. Hoshoryu lost to Hidanumi. Chiyoteru defeated Shimanumi. And Anosho lost to Chiyoshoma. Right, chaps, heading into day 15 then. We had two <laughs> fights today where um, our chaps decided to take on each other. Um, quite an interesting one, I thought, because one of them mattered, shall we say, <laughs> and the other one was just for fun, really, wasn't it? <laughs> just for a bit of a laugh, really. Academic I think what point. we'll do is we're going to change around the format of which fights we're going to we're going to mention purely because of the aesthetic of of winners um so i think we'll start off if it's all right matt with with asaniyama and shodai Mm. even though that wasn't technically the match that happened first in day 15 (laughs) i think it makes sense to cover it first of course of course um so yeah we'll start off with yourself then mate Uh, asaniyama defeated shodai today what were your thoughts about this particular fight um it was close. I'm not going to lie. Uh, there was so many moments of like the foot being raised and the oh god, he's going, he's going, he's going. Um, uh, but so it could have gone either way. I think Shoda got a lot more of his confidence back. Uh, he he really wanted his Kachikoshi today. Um, didn't get it, unfortunately. Um, but as, I, I think he came close to get it. I genuinely think he fought very, very hard. Sunayama, um had more control, I think, of the situation until I think the, the the talking point, strangely enough, was the fact that it came after the big bout of the day. And, you know, everyone was expecting, well, we're going to see like a three or four way playoff. What's going to happen here? And once it had already been resolved, it's like, oh, we've got to do this one as well now. 
And yeah. um, I started one one via Watanage, and it was like, oh, it's all over now. Except as he did it, he barreled the Goji out of the ring. <laughs> and it was like, the, the commentary is like, he's not getting up yet. And it's like, oh, what happened? And this old man referee is like sort of slowly stumbling to his feet. It's like, oh, oh God, is he all right? And I was like, mm-hmm. part of me, my wife was like, is he okay? I'm really worried. I said, he didn't get out of the way. It's his own fault. Um, it's it's like, it is, you know, I've, and she said, I've never seen it happen. I said, I've seen it happen a few times. And, you know, it's it's unfortunate, but it's like, you need to be sharpish. You need to get out of the way. There are two big dudes chucking each other around. Um, thankfully, he seemed all right. He was taken off, and the the sort of almost reserved Goji comes in to call the end of the of the bout, as it were. Um, but it is it was that momentary like he's been on the floor a little too long now. I'm a, I'm a little concerned as to what's happening. Um, that became the talking point as opposed to oh, Sanayama won quite well there. Ended off quite nicely on ten five. Um, but yeah, it, I don't think it showed I necessarily massively underperformed. I think there were a few moments where Sanayama looked like he was going to go. It was just uh, he managed to steady himself and come back again. Well, yeah, I mean, Shodai going into this was on seven seven. Again, mm. yet again, was fighting for um, for his kashi, and as you say, he didn't claim it today. Unfortunately, shame for him. But it's a big thing for let's be honest, an Azeki of his stature, yeah, not to be getting at least an eight six. Um, an eight seven, even in his favour. Um, it's not, it's not great, is it? It's not what you kind of want to be finishing on. Um, and especially based on what we've been discussing about him and is where he's been, where his head's been. Who knows? Um, Asniyama, on the other hand, you know, he's maybe heard what people have been saying about Azeki's <laughs> not performing or underperforming. He stood up and be coward. Let's be honest. He stood up mm-hmm. and he's and he's and he's said, "Hang on, I'm still here. I've got my double figure win today." I've got 10 wins. Um, you know, I, for me, and I've said this a few times in previous shows that we've done, um, for your ranked fighters, I can't help but think they want to be sort of aiming for that double figure. Oh, yeah. You know, definitely. they want to be aiming for that 10 or 11 just to at least sort of um, make people say, you know, uh, prove the point that that's where they should be. I think that that's, that's mm-hmm. fair as a rule of thumb. It's not obviously acceptable all the time. It can't be done all the time. But... I think as a rule of thumb, you want to be well, you want to be heading for ten five at the least um, as a, as a rank, and I think Asiyama's proved that he's up there. So a fair play to him; he, he got his ten wins. Um, going into it, he'd won five of the last nine, so it was equal going in. Really, you know, wasn't much between the two of them on paper. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, I, I'm not sure this is hundred uh, percent confirmed. What I heard is that he fell, landed on his ass, which is pretty obvious. Yeah. And then kind of kept on going with the momentum and hit his head a little bit. Uh, so I don't know uh, if you noticed that he kind of looked a little bit. He kept he looking look back those. towards the to the ring as though he's like, you know, have I forgotten something? Um, and the other guy jumped in. Um, and that's that's kind of what he's there for, really, just in case, you know, he's needed. Um, I don't know if that's confirmed or not, but that's what I heard. So I don't know if you guys heard about the 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 more serious injury that occurred this basho. But yeah. if you want me to, yeah, maybe we'll touch on that later if you want to. But yeah. at least for this situation, uh, this is just a matter of this particular Goji. He's getting on a bit. He's not as fast on his feet as he used to <laughs> yeah. be. He yeah. took a bit of a bad fall. It's it's the you know the risk of the you know it com- comes with the territory. No, fair enough. No, some very valid points there. Very interesting. Well, well, fingers crossed for the ref that he um he gets better soon and, and yeah, the injury isn't fine. too serious. He'll be right. Well, I um but. <laughs> Heading on to the most, uh, I suppose, important fight of the event <laughs> was uh, mm-hmm. Matt's Torena Fuji taking on Hogs Takakisho. Uh, yeah, so we mentioned previously, and we've mentioned a few times, Takakisho has a really strong opening. 
And if he gets that momentum going, he will plow through you a bit. He's not uh, he's not winning the technical prize anytime soon. He hasn't got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. He's just, you know, a ball of fury with his pusher thruster kind of arms going out there. Um, and for the initial from the Tachi onwards, Terran Fuji gets pushed back quite a lot to the rice bell uh, at the end of the dojo. And then he did sort of what I mentioned Asanyama does. He's, he's able to sort of take him in by the arms and the elbows like, nope, I, I know what you're doing. You have one tactic and I'm not going to allow it. And he turns him ever so slightly and just, it's, it's, it's looks erratic. It looks like there's no plan to it, but it isn't. Um, Tenor Fuji is able to, to overpower him and push him out. And, and it went from a moment where my, my sort of breath went in the heart saying, Oh God, we're going to have to see like, Another three or four matches. Like, yeah, Aoyama's gonna have to come through this, and we're gonna have to see Takakesha go into it and Terana Fuji and all. Uh, hang on, and we don't even know if I sent him. What, what, how's it gonna look, etc., etc. Um, but then Terana Fuji say got himself grounded, and he was coming in from the center of the dojo and pushing outward. And it's like, I don't think Takakesha can come back from this. I don't think he has the momentum. I don't think he has the the grip. And I don't think, more importantly, Terana Fuji is gonna make a mistake that Takakesha could take advantage of like the Asanayama match I mentioned previously. Um, and yeah, pushed him out. And it was at the moment, it was like, that's it. It's a clean victory. It's done. It's not, and it was, it was, it was impressive as a singular thing, but it was like, not only is this a very important win for today, because it means, you know, you may have prepared for another 45 minutes of viewing, but guess what? That's it. You're going to get lots of cups and speeches and things now. Um, it was also like, you've, you've not won this bout. You've also won the March Basho. It's over. And you know, you are basically going to be promoted as fast as we can because not only if you come back with the requisite amount of wins, you have won this entire thing. You have proven yourself time and time again. It's not like, oh, maybe we'll deliberate it later in the month in, in April. No, 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 straight away. We're going to be pushing this through. So extremely important match. Um, and I, I felt bad for Takakesho because he fought hard. And considering he did so poorly in, in January after doing so bloody well in November, uh, to come back 10-5, it's still very strong. It's still a strong performance. He did himself, he did okay, I think. He got his double digits. He didn't, it'd be nice to get into that sort of like three or four way showdown in the, in the end, but um, wasn't to be, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think just following on from the, what uh, Matt's saying there, I think, yeah, you know, uh, Takakesho, yeah, he looked great coming out of the blocks as usual. His charge was strong, but I think what what we saw um, from Taruna Fuji at the end was just his raw strength. Yeah, and just him kind of turning uh, Takakesho over. I think sometimes you know I think I might have said it a few times before, but Takakesho, once you get through that initial charge of him, then I think he's he can be a little bit. He starts looking a little lethargic. Yeah, um, and that that's when you can get him, you know, and especially if you're kind of similar size or slightly bigger, which in in this instance, Taruno Fuji just yeah, like I say, just just saw some raw, pretty raw power from him at the end, and um, just tapping into what I was saying before, just the confidence that was coming out of him. Um, I don't really think there was any doubt that he, that he was going to lose today. Mm. It was a fantastic result, um, and. It just ties into everything that we've been talking about. I know we've been sort of almost semi-teasing it, and I'm sure everybody who's listened to this anyway is pretty much aware of the outcome. But he just looked like an absolute warrior from start to finish. He had his moments where he dipped, but he came back, and he looked like he wanted to win. 
he looked like he wasn't phased by any defeats he'd suffered during the two weeks. He just looked up for it. Yeah. And it's the kind of persona and the kind of character that he, they want at the top. Let's be honest. That's, that's who they want. They want somebody who's going to be an ambassador and serve them well and, and fight with heart and honor. And he did that throughout, even through his losses. As I mentioned before, when he lost, he looked pissed off. He didn't look deflated. <laughs> he didn't look concerned. He didn't look wobbled. He looked pissed off. And he's, he looked great. He's got that kind of menace, hasn't he? That, um, you know, they're, they're very different fighters, but, you know, that kind of menace that Hakaho has. Oh, most where, definitely. Yeah, I think uh, Tirunofuji is he's starting to show that. You know, he's he carries himself like a... Like a Yokozuna, I think. You know, like a potential Yokozuna. I think he looks like he's got belief that he could be. I think that's the key. I think he looks like he's got the belief that he could be the top of the charts and he's the guy to sort of lead the lead the, lead the faction going forward. You know what I mean? Lead, uh, fly the flag for Sumo going forward when the obvious Yokos are retired. He, He's not necessarily saying it, but he looks like he's got belief in himself to carry that on. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's, that's the thing. As soon as he won, straight away I thought, right, yeah, he's a, he's an Azeki now. He's got to be. Mm-hmm. As soon as he won that that fight today, wins the tournament. You kept got... forgetting that he wasn't, didn't you? Because of the way he carries himself. Yeah. Because at times you forgot, oh shit, he isn't yet, is he? Why do yeah. I keep assuming he is? I think it'd be, I think it'd be a bit like, uh, be a bit of an injustice if he wasn't really. Mm-hmm. Just a matter mm-hmm. of time. Absolutely. Well. We briefly mentioned there uh, before, I know we touched on him maybe a bit more deeply than we were planning to, but the one guy in that top four who wasn't in any of our picks, Ayama. I mean, fair bloody player to the man yeah, with yeah. Where, how he finished the tournament. Very much so. Um, incredible result for him, you know, well done to him. Um, and I think on that note, other than briefly mentioning him, We'll kind of go into our uh, final fixtures and results, lads, before we start to wrap this one up and discuss our thoughts mm. going into May. So, starting with my uh, my uh, stable, Shodai finishes on seven and eight. Caught me off guard that one. Takiyasu, strong finish for me, ten and five. You know, it slipped towards that final few days, that final week there, but can't grumble with somebody finishing on double figures. He did well. It's a shame that the mind games seem to have got the better of him, unfortunately. Wakataka Kage, he stole the show for me for my team. I saw a lot from him. Uh, it really helped explain who he was uh, as a fighter. I thought his um, his whole character was really very interesting um, from what I saw of him in this basho. You know, as I mentioned, I've seen him fight before, don't get me wrong, but you kind of forget when people have a month off. You, they're not in your forefront as much as they were, especially when they're not one of the ranked. You know, he's he's a he's he's up there in the in the top top ranks of uh, the megas. So, what's going to happen? Is he going to potentially be a shoe in for for promotion? I don't know. It's difficult to know. Um, could he could he move up to Komasubi? I really don't know. But he's he's proven that he's got the ability to be, in my opinion, especially when he was tipping over the top of the top fighters. Um, earlier in the first week and even in the second week as well. Finishes on a 10-5, strong finish for me. Kotnowaka, 6-9, surprised me, especially after his, his, um, how he performed in January. I thought I'd see more from him. Didn't quite work out from this uh, Basho. And Surugisho, again, yeah, I think he finished on a 9-6, on a I believe. 
Um, Kraken it did far better than I thought it was going to. I thought he was going to be my, my dud, believe it or not. Um, but as, as we spoke about in the earlier records, he did bloody well for me. So he finished on a nine and six. Hogmay, um, I'll, I'll mention the results for you there. And if anybody you want to touch upon, please feel free to do so from your squadron. Um, Takakisho finishes on a 10 and 5. Dayeshio finishes on an 8 and 7. Takara Fuji finishes on a 3 and 2. Uh, Tobazaru finishes on a 10 and 5. And Turutsu Yoshi finishes on an 8 and 7. Yeah, Turutsu Yoshi, pony. Tobazaru, <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah. I like you picked Terrence so Yoshi just to piss me off and uh, it backfired. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Was Takara Fuji was finished on, was on three and 12? Uh, oh, he was shocking. Yeah, he was pretty poor, wasn't he? He was piss poor. Uh, and um, Takakesho, like, great. Yeah, great comeback. Absolutely. Well, you finished the day on a four and one today. I finished on a three and two, and heading into your final standings for your dudes, Matt. Mm. Uh, Asanayama ten and five, Torena Fuji twelve and three, uh, and Osho uh, four and eleven. Uh, Hosho to you eight and seven, and Shio to you six and nine. Uh, yeah, th- three and two for you today. Can't can't fault the boys at the top. Sanyama ten five is as good as Takakesho and any any other Ozaki's. He's done good in his little group. That was the right pick, I think. Terana Fuji, obviously the right pick. We were all gonna well, obviously be fighting over him, arguably. Um no shows a frustration because uh, as Ollie mentioned, it's a cursed position. Uh but at the same time I like Anosho. I think he's a nice guy. <laughs> That's a strange reason <laughs> to pick a fighter. And it's like they, I showed a little video to um to uh Fox and Hog in the chat uh, as we were messaging afterwards and I was like just shouting at the TV um, because it's him just before he's, he loses a match unfortunately he's going yeah. you know the, the match is going on it's not actually focused on him at all but you can see in the background he's going doopy 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 like, what are you doing? He's having a little Focus. sing himself isn't he? He's having a little yeah. sing song he's literally like moving his head bobbing it left and right sort of moving his mouth as if he's humming a little song to himself yeah. fantastic find that man like do 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 I was like what are you doing? <laughs> just just get your head in the game and then Hoshoryu has been great. He's, he's only 21 years old. And I think he's, he's performed yeah. really well getting his uh, Kachikoshi. Yeah. Chitari, not awful, not brilliant. Of, of the other, I could have picked literally most of the other people in that little block and I would have done better. Mm. Um, but he was all right. Six and nine is not a, a, a horrific thing to end on, if I'm honest. Um, it was, it, but it was this way. If I picked almost anybody other than uh, Onosho, uh, I would have been in much stronger standing. But again, that upper bracket of the top five or top 10 technically, my gosh, Shira, uh, there's only a handful who did well. The yeah. rest have been sort of all over the place. It's been an interesting one. Ollie, mate, um, with your five guys, how did they end up? Do you know what their sort of general sort of uh, finishings were in terms of what, at least what your expectations were if you don't have uh, numbers to hand? I do. I've got the numbers in front of cool, me. Cool, man. Good, uh, man. That's what we like when we get guests on this show. <laughs> People with prepared. numbers. Good, man. Yeah, man. Record. So... I got Asanoyama finished on 10-5. Um, pretty, you know, that's as good as you could have done in that bracket because we had no Yokozuna. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty happy with that. Terano Fuji, 12-3, obviously. You can't be, you can't do any better. Hokuto Fuji finished on a 9-6, which is pretty good. You know, he, he's kind of like, he's a, one of the mainstays of my team. He's, he's never going to do terribly, but he's never really going to do great. That's kind of the impression I get from him. So, He's always going to be hovering around either, you know, a weak Katsukoshi or maybe mm-hmm. a, a weak lost losing record. Uh, Chiyonokuni, 
eight seven. Uh, unfortunately, he went uh, out Cujo on day I forget which thirteen. I think it was. Mm-hmm. So obviously a bit of a loss, but he got to the eight wins. I think maybe he was injured before he got to the eight wins, but he just, you know, a lot of guys maybe fight on when they shouldn't just to try and get that last win. And I think maybe that was a case of the same thing for him here. But, you know, eight wins, can't complain. And then finally, Suzuki Show on 9-6. As you say, you know, the start of the basher, it looked like he was going to be the dud. But he kind of pulled it around towards the end in a pretty, pretty great fashion. So, yeah, pretty happy. I think my overall score was... 48. Yeah, 48. You smashed it, mate. Yeah, you smashed gonna... it. We're going to get... I mean, out of, we're talking out of 307 and all the last... Uh, if you look at the table, the person who was at the bottom there, I think they must have just like sort of closed their account down or something because after, t- <laughs> after two days, they stopped getting points. Yeah. Um, but um, out of 307 um, participants, this uh, this whole game's on. I know there's obviously a lot of tied positions yeah. within that, as we'll get on to. But Ollie, man, you finished singularly fifth. Yeah, yeah man. That's oh, my well done, sir. Finish. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's the best finish I've ever had. I was, you know, in contention for winning it, you know, Worth. but yeah. it kind of fell apart towards the end. And you know, when a guy drops out injured, you're always, you know, handicapped. You're never going to get more than four in a day. Yes. But yeah. extremely pleased with the score. Yeah, it was brilliant work. Brilliant work. And I know, um, I know, only know him a little bit as well. But Johnny did really well as well, didn't he, from the Nato Discord? Yeah, he was. He was in. The, there's a few guys. Towards like maybe you know day ten or so, the the top was basically like mostly guys from the Nato Discord. Yeah, <laughs> so we were kind of you know pretty pleased with ourselves. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Johnny, he's the other moderator on the. He dropped down to sixteenth. Did uh, he? Yeah, which is you know still great performance, and it's Brilliant. only three points behind me. That's just how tight it is at the top. But yeah, there's a couple of guys in there. Uh, Beth, who actually won the thing, mm-hmm. she's also a member. Hack Gyoko Bayama, you know. Those guys are all in the in the Discord, and we all did pretty well. So yeah, pretty happy with the result. Amazing work, man! Amazing stuff. No, great to see that um, you did so well. But fantastic result. Um, our friend Sumo Stumo, um, Mr. Stuart Ashens, <laughs> who's um, he's not a Sumo follower. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, he's got a sco- <laughs> he basically hasn't got a Scooby, has he? He hasn't got a clue. Has he? <laughs> he, he picked people's. He picked. He picked his team based on the 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 the. the to him, what humoured him by the sound of the names. Yeah. But we wanted to get him involved for that simple factor, just to see as an experiment um, how he would fare against people who claim to have somewhat of an idea, um, <laughs> as in us, compared to him, who would self-admittedly, you know, admit he's got absolutely not a jot of an idea when it comes to sumo. <laughs> um, he finished with 39 points. Um, so he was, you know, he was. I don't know where. Actually, well, I will. I'll get to that in a second. He, he finished joint seventy-eight, and I'll and I'll get onto that in a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think um, it's fair to say that Apple Scruffs as well. Oh, um, yeah, spent yeah. a half a year struggled because of injuries, um, yeah. and she was really unfortunate. She finished with thirty-one points, but she was on a disadvantage from pretty much day three. I think it was. Yeah, um, very something early like that, where where she had an injury and she had a second injury later on as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, very unfortunate, but I'm really hoping to see her bounce back if she wants to play again in oh, May. Oh yeah, she definitely um, will. Excellent stuff. Um, and we'll get into the sort into, into the uh, the championship round now, lads. Um, Hug, mate, you finished on it with 39 points. Um, joint 78 with uh, <laughs> with Mr. Stuart Ashens. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so I joined you... with the guy who hasn't got a clue about Sue. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll take. <laughs> it could be worse. Let's be honest. Right. Okay, right. Hang on a sec. 
because you're gonna finish 79. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take this. You know, right. Because on, on, I think on day three, wasn't I? I was like third bottom. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I was it, like, oh my god, this is gonna finishing, be finishing finishing in the top third in a first attempt at this Kashikoshi. I'm like, that is a win. I'm taking <laughs> yeah. that through and through. Yeah. You're damn right. I am. I was I was in for top half the table. Yeah. I started my my day one was five defeats and zero wins. Mm. So I thought. This is going to go well. <laughs> you know, I didn't think there was a way to bounce back. Um, Matt, you finished with 40 points, mate. Joint 54th. Yes. Uh, well done, man. Well done to both you lads. Um, I was very lucky, I think. I think uh, I finished with 42 points, joint 33rd um, in the end. Um, whilst I took the victory f- f- from our little crew thing, I think I was quite lucky with that. I think it was bloody close. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, definitely. Every single day we talked about before, one of us had four wins and one defeat. The other person had two two wins and three, you know, win, uh, defeats. Kind of, it just sort of it phased so much. It was more of a roller coaster than I expected it to be in terms of how it played out for our teams. I don't, I didn't know how it was going to necessarily, how it was going to happen, how the points were going to roll out to each other. But I think I thought it was going to be more of a once somebody's fighters started doing well and they started getting the points in for example when you started doing quite well Matt at the, at the start yeah, of things, that's right. yeah. I, I kind of thought that that's how it was going to go that you would just it would be that natural kind of oh, this is the way it's going to go do you know what I mean yeah um, well, on day one I, was like, it, 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 I don't know how clean cut is going to be and then sure enough when we get to our recording on day eight I was like oh god I've had a shocking this is the worst day of the whole thing that I've had and you guys decided to claw me I mean I remember you know Hog especially was like I'm, I'm like what bottom or literally scraping off the floor or might as well be uh, same with the soft fox and it's like but that's come back and then we've ed- ended within what like one or two points of each other it's not been that far off mm. because mm. that's the thing about this whole tournament not just injuries and performance but things can change so wildly yeah. so can we um, can we cut to the chase here right so <laughs> Uh, Foxy, you're going to get the you're going to get the uh, egg cup aren't you yeah I get to keep the egg cup trail. are you going to get your name engraved on it yeah, you're fucking right. I am. And, I'm going um, to engrave my face on it, mate. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should get like go and get a photo of yourself taken somewhere, yep. somewhere nice, and <laughs> stick it on the Twitter feed. Put yep. on a shirt and tie, and take the egg cup. It's been really good fun, lads. Yes. And I, and yes. I will say that Ollie, obviously, I know that uh, today's been kind of you've been dipping out as and when you can. We've really, really appreciated you joining us for this one, mate. It's been mm, really good mm. fun. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. We really urge any of the listeners who are taking part in the game or want to take part in the game to do so because then you can you can kind of play along with us from home kind of thing, have a bit of crack with us on Twitter. Anyway, chaps, it's been a pleasure. Um, it's mm. been really good fun. We have to unfortunately end it eventually because I'm sure we could all chatter away at each other for the remainder of the evening about what's mm. been a fantastic basho. Been really good fun, been very interesting, been lots of ups and downs, moving and shaking. Good fun all around. And it's been fun to do it in a way that we haven't done it before and cover it based on playing a fun game. So, Ollie, do you want to drop some of your social media information, pal? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, the, the Discord is, uh, you know, where I do most of my sumo uh, consumption and, you know, chat. So you can find, obviously, the link I don't know is off the top of my head, but in uh, the description of any of Nato's videos, you can find the link. Just click on that and uh, it should take you straight to us. Um, there's a lot of information on there. We've got a lot of resources, which people tend to, you know, skip over. But I really do suggest that if you're new or unsure, just have a look. We've got some great things to get people into the into the whole sport. Um, 
but yeah, just join in with the Discord. Come and come and say hi, and we we, we won't bite. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It's been a, it's been really fun. It's been a good laugh. Thank you for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. It's um, it's it's been good, and I appreciate you being kind of walking into a group of people that you've never met before. <laughs> yeah, coming in blind, but it, thanks for you. You know, you made me feel really welcome and part of it. So thanks a lot. Yeah, and uh, anytime you want me to have have me back, then uh, I'm all for it. Thank you very uh, much. Great to hear that. Great to hear that. We'll 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 have a good chat to you about that regarding May. Awesome. Um, Stogsy, mate, it's been a pleasure. Um, mm. Appreciate you joining us yet again. This is your first full month with us, man. Yeah, um, it's, been, good. it's been good, good times indeed. Um, would you like to let the listeners know where they can find yourself? Yep, run through the stuff. So Stogs oh. on social media, S-T-O-G-H-Z, go talk to me on Twitter and things like that. Um, you can go to sequelizers.com and uh, find out the podcast, like the other podcasts I do about uh, film stuff. Go to cheesemint.com and see the films that I make. You can go to the redrighthand.co.uk and the film reviews that I write. Although, basically, the last two that haven't been much because of, you know, COVID. Uh, but other than that, yes, uh, just f- search dogs. You'll find all my stuff. You'll be fine. Wonderful stuff, man. And yourself, Mr. Hogarth, would you like to let people know where they can find your artwork and your skateboards? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, you can see my artwork at adamhogarth.com. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Insta, uh, adam.hogarth. And, um, yeah, I also run a little skateboard company called Dark Arts, which is dark underscore arts underscore skateboards. And that's on Instagram, too. Fantastic stuff. Um, You can find out everything about any of the posts that we make on social media, usually on Twitter, at Grapple Arcade or at BBG Wrestling. Obviously, you can find out all of our uh, information regarding what we do at BBG uh, to do with the professional wrestling stuff and the sumo stuff. Any of the playlists that we've got, you can find at bbgwrestling.com. It's been wonderful. It's been a pleasure. And we will see you all in May. Take it easy, everybody. See you guys.